And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you courtesy of our Patreon supporters. Want to support the show? Become a Patreon member. Thank you, thank them. Now enjoy the show. Round one is over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids, sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a month. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Beyond. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, Disney Dads podcast family, and welcome to a show that is a little bit, a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. I'm Aussie Dave, and we are bringing an episode to you this evening. I'm going to be joined by Joe and Justin, and we've we've gathered together to talk about uh, some uh, something that's happened recently in Walt Disney World. However, before we get into that. We're going to take a few moments to focus on the first part of that introduction. We we open our podcast by saying we are a little about us and a lot about Disney, but the little about us does come up quite often, and I know that I have given a lot more to this podcast than I think I initially thought I would. Uh, this is one of those places that lulls you into a sense of security and lets you know that everybody is here to love and support you. And as a result, I've talked about some very emotional topics and we're going to touch on one of them this evening. Um, but it's not one of my topics. And so I'm going to hand it across to my good friend, Justin. Hey, buddy. I, I tell you what, guys, thank you. Uh, uh, one man, Disney Dad's family. I am so happy to be talking to you right now. This is um, so uh, amazing because um, if you're not a part of the Disney Dad's Facebook group, which I don't know why you're not, go right now. Join Disney Dad's podcast Facebook family. Uh, Joe has been, my wife the other day goes, you know what, for someone who's not been on Facebook recently, Joe really enjoys posting on Facebook. He is like all <laughs> over this bad boy. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, I posted... Um, some stuff this past week that I would be taking some time off from the show. Uh, for those of you who don't know, and I'm, you know, you know, if you've listened to the show, uh, my wife and I were crazy excited to announce that we were expecting our first baby boy into the family, uh, Tyson Christopher, uh, due in December. Um, unfortunately, uh, we, uh, upon going to our 16 week, uh, doctor's appointment, we found out that Tyson was no longer with us. And so we, we've had a very trying week. It's been very tough. Um, and like I said, I, I, I from the beginning, I, I texted these guys and, you know, of course they were there for me instantly. They called and were so loving. And so many of the Disney Nets family was so loving, uh, reaching out. And, um, I, I have to say your support is just something that I cannot put into words what it means. Um, you find out a few things in situations like this. You you learn. It's weird, man. Like, I am one of those people who I think my circle's small until there's tragedy. And then you realize how big your circle is. 
And the amount of people that reached out and were like, I've been there and shared personal stories and done all that from this community was unbelievable. I've been doing this now for four years. And um, my wife and I have always appreciated your, you know, reaching out and, you know, us becoming close, uh, even though we're just a voice through the mic. But this past week has really been therapeutic and 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 just we can't we can't thank you guys enough um so I, I texted these guys and i said look i i i need to take some time away and uh it was funny man because i went about three days and i thought i can't take time away i'm gonna go crazy like i i'm gonna go absolutely insane not talking about disney and and not hanging out with you guys and not getting with you guys and just sitting in my house so um we've always said that on this show you know, you guys on this Facebook group share your ultimate highs and your ultimate lows with us. And on this show, we share our ultimate highs and our ultimate lows with you. And uh, although my family hit an ultimate low, I do have to say, being here this week and talking about a fun topic that's, you know, Disney and on the patron side, we have a really fun topic, um, is really therapeutic. And so on behalf of Katie, uh, Riley, and myself on um, a very trying week, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, Disney Dad's family for your love, your support, and uh, man, I tell you what, you guys are just the, we've said it before, you're the best Disney community out there, and I tell you what, this week shows it. So thank you guys. Um, I will promise you this. This is going to be the only downer part of this show. Uh, I did want to <laughs> come out and say, uh, say those words though. Um, but, uh, but we do appreciate you and, uh, but let, let's, let's move on to something more fun. Dave, dude, you came up with an amazing, amazing topic, brother. Take us away. First of all, Justin, yeah, as as you and I have discussed, there's no words that can convey what myself, Joe, Mike, Jason, what we as a family, what everybody in the Facebook group has poured out um, for love for you and your family. So um, with that said, it is time to get in and talk a little bit about something, something Disney. And there's a tradition that occurs in Walt Disney World and in each of our park locations uh, around the globe, every, well, originally it was every year, and then in more recent times it turned into every two years, and this current one has turned into two and a half years, but it has come to an end. And I am talking about the Ambassador Program. Uh, Joe, welcome to the show, and Joe, are you familiar with the ambassador program? So, uh, Dave, again, just one last thing, cause I haven't had a chance to say anything. Justin, again, uh, thoughts and prayers to you and Katie and everybody. It's when I, you know, my friendship with you and just seeing how everybody in the DDT, DDP families come together, I'm kind of new to this family and it's just absolutely Thanks, amazing. Man. So, 
Uh, I mean, just, yeah, I just want to put that out there. So we'll move on now uh, to put that out there publicly. But yes, uh, on a happier note, uh, yes, the Walt Disney World ambassador, or the Disney ambassador program, yes, I do know a little bit about it. I don't think as much as you, Dave. Uh, but yeah, I do know a little bit. I've had the chance of uh, interviewing uh, a previous ambassador uh, on on my other podcast, which is a lot of fun. But uh, it's I know it's a pretty big honor. It's a huge honor. Um, I mean, th- it's been stated on this show before, and I'm not afraid to admit it that I hold one of the most sought after jobs in Walt Disney World, the kind of job that other people's jaws drop to the ground and go, you do what? And this is the kind of job that I go, they're a Walt Disney World. (laughs) Dude, I texted you. I texted you. And I get a little nervous. When you were like, let's do this topic. What did I say? I called you and I go, okay, look, first off, your job's cool. But it's not ambassador cool. So right. you need to calm down. Like, okay. Yeah. You need like, to calm and down. once and when when we open this door and tell people about it, people are gonna be like, Well, Dave's not that cool anymore. Like yeah, like well, and that's fine. I'm happy to hand that off. Well, I tell you what, let's talk a little bit about because the one thing I yeah. want to get into is the history of the ambassador program. The history of the ambassador program for me is I think the most important part. Uh, of this whole program because it is a complete arm of Walt Disney. Like whenever they look at the ambassador program starting in 1965, they say, look, Walt himself used to take personalized tours of people through Walt Disney World. And Dave, speaking of you personally, this extends down to what you do now. Walt used to, when they would have celebrities and have uh, dignitaries come into Disneyland, he would take them around Disneyland and, and show them around. One of my favorite things, too, and I want to get to this point where I just have photoed, uh, signed photos in my pocket of myself to, to hand to people. Would that be weird? I mean, that's an amazing like level to get to. I, I, I appreciate your aspiration so to I had a- achieve that. I had a really weird moment tonight. <laughs> so we're leaving the Mexican restaurant and Katie and I, and there was a little girl sitting at a table. Okay. And I'm sitting there and I'm staring at her. And like, first off, look, you can't as a grown man stare across the table, a little girl for, you know what I mean? It's weird. But I'm like, I know. You're, you're allowed to make eye contact. You're allowed I know to that smile. Little girl. And then it gets I know creepy, girl. dude. Well, I coached her in soccer 18 months ago. Oh, the kids okay. change so much. Well, here's the thing. I've grown a little bit of a beard over the last two weeks. I haven't really, uh, let's say, taken care of myself. Um, so I walked up to her and I'm like, hey, it's Coach Justin. And she goes, what? You know what I mean? So it's like, my point is, Celebrity that was my moment. Sighting. That was my time. <laughs> Actually, I did pull a picture of myself out, signed it, <laughs> handed it to her, and walked away. Um, but Walt Disney had this had this job when he was doving out Disneyland to people, and he was saying, "Listen, we need money to finance attractions. We need money to finance um, uh, food carts, and do." I mean, look. Walt had no money for anything, so he's saying, we need you. And then he would tour these people around Disneyland to try to say, look, this is what I'm building. Be a part of this. And it got so big that he couldn't do it anymore. And so, Dave, they finally need these these, they need someone else to take Walt's part. And so in 1965, the Ambassador Program comes to fruition, and they bring someone uh, on board to become the first 
Walt Disney uh, Disneyland ambassadors Julie Ream is the first spokesperson uh, for Walt Disney uh, as a Disney ambassador. I want to talk about her. Can you imagine, guys? Imagine being first. Imagine being the first person after Walt Disney that has to take someone else through a park. To be to a to be hand selected into that role, and then to be like told you're doing this, and be like, "Oh, I've got to live up to that." And then you're, and then you have to live up to that expectation of what Walt was doing, and you're the first one to do it, so you have no baseline of what like, oh, the previous ambassador did this, so maybe I'll go the extra. No, no, you're the first, and you have to follow. How about the, the previous ambassador like, built this? <laughs> right. It's okay. True, yeah. Not the previous. <laughs> what are you going to do? Did this? The previous ambassador built this. This is <laughs> what you got. <laughs> <laughs> so step up. Let's talk about Julie because Julie, for me, Julie Ream uh, is the absolute. And look, those of you you've seen Julie Ream. Julie Ream is on. If you've ever seen the um, the the. Uh, like Walt Disney talking about Disneyland or the introductions to certain uh, animated films. What's what's the word I'm looking for, Dave? Those uh, those films that that Walt would do. Yeah, like he'd do the little. Um, well, I mean, uh, part of it comes from the uh, the. Um, you know, I have all those Disneyland program. Yeah, the Disneyland program. Yeah, yeah, perfect. The 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 TV show. Yes, hundred um, percent. And that he was utilizing it as a promotional tool. How about- um, I'll do it. Ready? And she made numerous appearances Ready? on that. Let's see how this goes. Yep. Ready? Wonderful world of color. Oh, color. That's what it's from. All right, there we yep. go. Julie Ream cool. uh, on there from the Disneyland 10th anniversary uh, show. Um, but she was there, you know? And yeah. so um, here's what I love too, man, is she comes from the college background. Like she started working there at Disneyland during college. And that's, dude, guys, for me, that's the importance of the college program for Disney. I think we gain so many great cast members from the college program. I really do. I mean, like when you talk uh, about it. Side note. Yeah. They've rejoined the workforce in How Walt Disney World. I have seen a number of them uh, in the last week or so rolling out, walking around like on their first evening after they've done traditions and they've got like a button that says i'm celebrating dcp and like yeah it's amazing it's great to have them back bring them on well i want to give you a look anyway i want to give you a little quote from julie uh julie talked about meeting walt right after she became the ambassador he said i had first met him in the park when i was a tour guide uh he followed me up main street and uh it said one of members of julie's tour group was upset that there was a man who hadn't paid for it was following the tour can you imagine what a what a moron um, she told Julie that the man shouldn't get the same information as a paying guest. Uh, Julie had hoped that Walt overheard and would move along because as she says, it would have been highly unusual to go up to the man who owned the place and tell him to run along. He just winked and grinned at me and walked away. I think he enjoyed taking you a little by surprise and seeing your reaction to things. He delighted in seeing other people's delighted. Dude, can you Love imagine it. being the first ambassador? I mean, that's the greatest job ever. Yeah. 
I'm I'm the first at my job right now. They created like a section, and I'm the first at it, and I'm nervous, and that's not anywhere close to <laughs> working for Walt Disney. Okay, so just want to say that cool. I'm still nervous every day I go to work. Awesome. So All right, I can um, imagine. Let's talk a little bit about the visualization of a of a VIP and or as, of a Disney ambassador. Um, I. I you don't see them often. I think that's why they're overlooked to the majority of the Disney public. Um, Dave, I, I you know this is one position where it's almost like seeing a unicorn if you see them in the parks. Oh yes, I I actually regularly use that analogy um, because and here's the thing is that their their role has shifted uh, a little bit over the time because. Um, Julie Ream came into that and was taking over those tour elements of it, um, which then got kind of bent into its own department, um, which I now belong yeah, to. Yeah. Um, and on both coasts, uh, it's referred to as special Disney special activities. Um, and then within it, uh, which is a branch of premium services, and within it then there's the Walt Disney World or Disneyland uh, VIP tour guides. Whereas the ambassador kind of took a turn and absorbed some of the other uh, elements of that role. And so they they start to focus a little bit more on the public affairs element of uh, the Disney brand. Uh, they become a representative of the Disney company, the Disney park that they are from, and most importantly, the cast members. Um, they take a very centralized role in celebrations for cast members and any kind of cast event, they're there, front and center. That's their thing. That's where they represent. So, yes, uh, for an average person to meet them or even see them in passing is very much similar to seeing a unicorn. Um, whereas if you mix in the right circles and you're going to the right events and things like that, um, cast members definitely get an opportunity to see them, meet them, um, and acknowledge what they do on behalf of all cast members. You know, Joe, you were able to... Uh, like I said, on, on I think it was Mickey Dudes, you were able to interview a previous um, ambassador. When you spoke can, to them... I, uh, go ahead. Can I ask who? Yes, it was uh, 2008 ambassador, Carrie uh, McPherson. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, she's a super, super crazy sweet woman. Uh, I got the chance to interview her for our show. Uh, just full disclosure, she works now for one of our sponsors. And, you know, we do our homework with who we have on our show, and I'm reading about her when I was communicating with her. And like you guys were saying, I was like, oh, my God, she was an ambassador. Literally, we were going to talk about resorts and DVDs. We spent like 55 of the 70 minutes talking about her ambassadorship, <laughs> what it took for her to get there, the process, what she did, the travel she went on. It's absolutely amazing the stories she told. And it was an honor to speak to her. And she was kind of like a little um, perplexed, like why I was so honored. I'm like. There's only so many of you. I'm like, I know it's kind of like, you know, you're maybe used to it. But I'm like, this is an honor to speak to you. And I'm not even a cast member. And Dave, I know for you working in the, with the company and stuff, like it's a huge deal. And um, even just learning the process of it. I don't remember every specific thing of it, but it was a grueling process. So for those for those cast members who were selected, 
yeah, it's like kudos to you for getting through the process, making it and being selected for it. it it's not an easy thing. Definitely a big honor for me. Yes, indeed. Um, and with that, so um, well, while we've touched on it, let's talk about the process a little bit. I, I think we're jumping ahead, but um, because with you um, referencing it, the, the process is um, extreme to say the least. I like to tell people that it can be quite extreme to um to become a walt disney world vip tour guide um even more so uh to become an ambassador um they they place it as an open um application within the company if you fulfill the criteria if you've worked for the company for the correct uh, for um a long enough period of time um and you have the um your you're in good standing, so to speak, as a representative, so that you making sure that you're not a person who is habitually late or something like that. Um, and so they set out this criteria. Um, and then from those people who have applied, uh, they then, um, start this process of whittling it down and figuring out, um, uh, who is going to be in the running. And they, I'm talking, Sometimes that you get to prepare an interview, and other times it's a um, a normal business style interview, and then it might be a written document that you need to prepare as if you're releasing it on behalf of the Disney company. They want to see um, all your different skill sets. Um, they do an impromptu interview as one of them. You get thrown into a room, and they say, this is the event that has just happened. You're standing in front of a video camera that's about to go live on TV. Um, we're about to interview you. Let's go. And that's part one of the audition elements of of getting this job. The process um, is nothing short of extreme. I I actually have applied in a previous year. I did not this time around. Um, I I've got too many other things going on. Um, but and I only got a very short period into it. Um, and because there are so many uh, amazing candidates. Um, with that, um, now I'm aware of Carrie, but I've, um, I've haven't had the opportunity to meet her. Um, however, I have had some, um, dealings with a number of, uh, Disney ambassadors over time. Um, Justin, before we move on, uh, we were talking about that process of, and the audition elements of it. Um, do you have anything to add? I no, know my, you are very good at doing your research and things like this. Yeah, my thing, my thing with the audition process is that you're, you know, when you think about an ambassadorship, you would think that if you went with most companies, it would say, okay, you're going to do just the visual aspect of what your job is, so of what your clients are going to see. So if you're an ambassador and I am going to be able to control what my clients visualize. But yet you look at like, you have to know store policies. You have to know uh, company health safety uh, things going on. Like it's going all the way down the line of stuff that most people would never expect you to know, yet they are required to know. Because, and I'll say this for, for the ambassadorship program. Uh, we were talking a little bit, and we're getting into this a little bit more because I want to talk about how much better their job is than Dave's. Um, but we'll uh, we'll we'll get into <laughs> it. Uh, they have to know these policies to be able to create the magic they create. Of course, you know, yeah, like they don't get to the point of being an eligible 
uh, um, applicant without knowing most of these. I mean, you can't be expected to know it all. Right. And some of you, you're going to be coached on. And but um, yeah, you you're you're already an exemplary cast member by the time. Can you I say get this? There. I did, you don't you know I don't like I don't come to a show not prepared okay this yes this much I know okay so I have the seven things you have to know to become a Disney ambassador okay and I'm ready are you ready <laughs> let's put Dave on the spot no okay here we go uh, Disney company history I completely uh, think you're okay with this I I think I I bat a solid eight out of ten. Okay, I'm gonna give you eight out of ten. My next one, I'm gonna give you a ten out of ten. Okay, and I'll I'll give an honest answer here. Disney movie knowledge. Oh yeah, that is my that's my niche. That's your yeah. that's your creme de la creme. That's Dave at his best. Yep, uh, I'll take there. that. Uh, I'm also gonna give Dave a nine out of ten on the next character knowledge. Yep, I'll take it. Yep, uh, I'm gonna give Dave another nine out of ten on Ooh. song knowledge. Oh, that is wow. All right. All right, and the fifth one. Uh, I'm going to give Dave a, I'm going to say five out of 10 Ooh. on this one, just because he hasn't had time to study merchandise knowledge. You have to know the merchandise all over the parks, all over the resorts. Yeah, it's probably uh, of everything we've listed so far. It's not my strong suit. Probably your lowest. I, I, I'd like to claim a six. Um, no, I'll give you five. So right, don't, don't put yourself up there. <laughs> he, could, he could study up on that one. He could study up on it. He, he's, he's there. All right. Uh, I, I'm, going, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go uh, uh, probably a six out of ten. I don't know this one. Store policies is number six. Yeah, there's maybe some of them that I could work on a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and number seven, like I said earlier, company health and safety. I think you know that one. Um, but, I mean, it's been a very big focus of the Disney company in the last 12 months, yeah. so definitely something that's on my radar. But, uh, I mean, I might claim a, a, a seven on that. I don't. So I will give everything. you this. this. The test they give you is a short and a long answer test. Uh, it's not multiple choice. Um, and you have to uh, grade seventy five percent or higher to move on to the next uh, phase of the uh, of the selection process. So, um, so just you know, but I think you're right there, man. I think a couple couple study nights. Yeah, we can cram and. I think, and <laughs> I, I, I think I think we're in get there. Some, um, get some flashcards happening, and we'll be fine. <laughs> I love let's it. let's move on to why this job is better than Dave's. All right, let's let's discuss. <laughs> All right. You may have the greatest job in Walt Disney World, in a lot of people's eyes. You get to ride attractions with no weight. I, w I was about to say, today I rode um, Big Thunder Mountain with a 10-year-old. Like, I mean, yeah. did any of you? No. Okay, moving on. And you got paid for it. And I paid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you get to ride attractions with no weight. You get to be in the parks every day. You get to create magic for people who maybe have never experienced the magic before. Yep. Okay. Going behind the scenes a little bit. We're not saying names, not doing anything. You took one of my clients on tour not too long ago. Yes, indeed. And they came back to me. It was their first time to Disney in years. It just happened to work out. They were my clients. You want to talk? All right. Let's dive into it. <laughs> you want to talk about someone hitting the Disney jackpot? They had me for a travel advisor <laughs> and Dave... For a VIP tour guide. And they didn't know we knew each other. This is true. And so we started talking. And I said, wait, I know Dave. And so I 
they then the first time they first time they've been to Disney, I think it's what twenty years, Dave, something like that, something like that. And so they really want to do Rise of Resistance. And so I'm with them. I'm going over how to get it, best ways to get it. And Dave and I are chatting on the phone at 10:30 at night. And he's like, I'll get up in the morning and take care of it. I was up the next morning doing ADRs anyways. So at seven in the morning, Dave and I are on the phone together. He's getting AD, he's getting rides of resistance for my clients. I'm doing ADRs for another client. You know what I mean? And we're chatting back and forth with nonsense pictures going back and forth, by the way. <laughs> um, uh, and it was absolutely, that person need to play the lottery. Can you imagine? Right. They had the perfect day. Right. They had an amazing time. And I talked to, I they talked rode to them, Rise of so, the Resistance. They did early. And I talked to them today, by the way, because they want to come back to Disney in December. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll chat. Okay, so moving on. So you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So anyway, let's get off of that. Right. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's move to why the ambassadorship is better than any job at Walt Disney World. The ambassadors have a single goal in mind. And that's to create magic. That is to expand Walt Disney's mindset and mind frame across four parks in the Walt Disney property. And to expand the Disney uh, 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 idea of magic to families around the world that are visiting. And I just don't think... it. I was thinking about this today. When I knew I was coming on the show, I was like, is there another company in the world that does this? I'm sure there are. I mean, I, I know there are ambassadors because I dated a Bud, Bud Light ambassador and I loved her. I she don't, was awesome. I don't think that's that the same. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. I think we <laughs> both Joe and I had very valid statements on that. Um, <laughs> but she's not doing what they do. I think that's called a brand ambassador. That's different okay. again, buddy. Moving on. Uh, Joe, you spoke with an ambassador. <laughs> Do you think there is another company in the world that does it as well as Walt Disney World or Walt Disneyland or the Disney Company does with their ambassadorship and bringing that mindset onto other people? No, I don't think there is. There's nothing that comes to mind right off the bat. And we've all come to expect the highest from Disney. And I, I don't. Like when you think of like, High, I don't even want to say customer service. That's not even right. That's not even that's not even doing the ambassadors, the ambassadors and the and their role justice. Just what they do on a daily. There's there's nothing. I don't even think that our U.S. ambassadors do this good of a job representing our country than the Walt or the than the Disney ambassadors do for the Walt Disney Company. I can honestly say that I don't think they do. Like I don't think there's anything, any company or anything that does as good a job as they do. I just I can't think of anything. So your family's in NASCAR. Your wife works for NASCAR. Yes, right. That's correct. Uh, does NASCAR have something like this where they have an ambassador program to where they bring in people and and. Not that not official and not that I know of. No, there's not like official ambassadors per se. No. Okay. Um, I I might like I said I'm sure Dave uh, referenced earlier. My internet broke up a little bit. Did we speak a little bit about what the ambassadors do? Uh, no, we hadn't. Okay, um, let's let's get yeah, into that. Let's get into let's that. get it. Dave, why don't you take it? Why don't you explain what the ambassadors do for the Disney company? So the ambassadors, um as I've said, are representatives of the cast members. So when there are 
events that are happening in the local community. I mean, one of the big ones uh, here in Central Florida is the Second Harvest Food Bank. Mm -hmm. Um, Disney works very closely with them. And I'm just thinking back on every ambassador that I have known since I joined the company. And I know of photos of them literally standing in the middle of giant warehouses of food assisting in the sorting of meat and sorting of food options and breaking them up into packages and when um a hurricane comes through town or um a major event happens they are they very quickly become one of those frontline representatives Mm -hmm. of the disney company uh the disney brand and in particular the disney cast members it always keeps coming back to those uh three pillars uh that they represent um and that that Disney cast member is such a huge part of it. I I remember um a couple of years ago, um the uh who was it? It was Brandon and Ken were our uh Walt Disney World ambassadors and they decided they were going to train and run a half marathon on behalf of the cast members. Uh neither of them were runners and <laughs> neither of them overly enjoyed the experience, but they did it. Um, and, um, particularly in the last 12 months, uh, Marilyn and, um, and Stephen have, um, have taken on a very important role. They were filming, um, uh, moments, uh, around Walt Disney World while it was mm-hmm. still shut down. Yeah. Um, and as it was reopening, they were standing on Main Street USA and in Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park and Epcot and Hollywood Studios every single opening day saying, we're back, we're here, we're representing the cast members, where they've been a tremendous source of support and optimism and symbolic of of the regrowth that we're seeing happening can can I can I jump in cuz the one thing I always notice and whenever I see the Disney ambassadors is I always see them at the local children's hospitals the hospitals around Orlando and yeah. that's you uh, know, the, them them with Mickey and Minnie like visiting yeah. hospitals if, it's just if our world famous Disney characters make an appearance um in the local Florida area and sometimes even further abroad um Oftentimes, one, no one sees it. Or one of them or both of them are standing yeah. right there next to them. Yep. Um, yep. That's that's what they're there for. And, and and Justin and Dave, the same thing. I'm looking through some of my notes here from when I spoke with Carrie, and that was one of her big things that they did was visit children's hospitals. You know, they, she said that when I talked to her, she said that you know they did some media events. Uh, she did some really fun things, like she was part of an NFL halftime show. She said. Um, she also traveled to Tokyo Disneyland for their 25th anniversary. Those were like the big ticket items that she did. And I'm sure Dave, you, you would probably have a little bit of like knowledge, like for our 50th anniversary down here in Florida, the, our ambassadors here for Walt Disney world. I'm sure that we're going to have the Disneyland ambassadors here. They're all going to be here on site as she went to Japan for the 25th. But those little events that don't get the press, like you're talking about the food bank and going to the children's hospital, they do those things on a daily basis. She said, and it, 
and it, they're not publicized. They just do it because they're representing the company. They're, they're representing the cast members. They care about the communities that they serve in. And I think that's just that's really awesome because it's not like you're doing something because a camera is there. They're doing it because they're representing the cast members. They're representing their company. I just think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, they definitely, that's a big part of what they do. I have every expectation that assuming, assuming that they, that the company is, uh, feels comfortable with the travel options available, um, in the lead up to the 50th, that we would likely have representatives of the other, resort locations around the world travel to Walt Disney World to celebrate their 50th. It's a big moment in the Disney company. It's a big acknowledgement. And that's one of the ways that the other parks and resorts will acknowledge the importance of Walt Disney World on October 1st is to send their representative that they have chosen from within their grouping to be there. If possible, it may not happen due to uh, travel restrictions and things like that, but we'll see. You guys are glazing over um, what's actually happening here. Is the fact that if I had this job, I would abuse it so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, well Hong Kong they 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 had a, they be. had a guy walk uh, like who rode uh, who went on his first visit, and I Dave, really wanted to be there. You're not allowed to talk for the next couple of minutes. It's between me and Joe. Joe, if I had this job, I would abuse this job more than most. <laughs> Dave might have this job someday, so Dave, don't say anything. Don't incriminate yourself. Yeah, we we we, we can't bring him. We can't. Yeah, leave him out. Him. Leave him out. Thing. I'll Dave, just mute for all a right, moment. So Joe, Joe, okay. You and I are the. Uh, they say, listen. They have the ceremony. You and I walk on stage, and the disappointing groans come from the crowd. Oh. That you and I are the new <laughs> Disney World ambassadors. What are the first thing we're doing, man? What are we doing? We're redoing the golf courses. What we're doing? <laughs> oh, I like it. Let's do this. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a younger if I'm a younger lad, man. I don't know, man. I'm gonna probably try to find some kind of party or something. Like, yeah, I'm an ambassador. What's up, dude? You know? I'm at Raglan Road <laughs> on stage. I'm on stage at Raglan Road, kicking and doing the whole. I'm doing can can in a way my of my my ambassadorship across. People, we're gonna be. Uh, these are the things that legends are made of, and uh, folk tales are gonna be made of. We're gonna be like those two guys were awesome. You know what? Disney, the Disney like podcasting and online community would love us. We would go viral in a heartbeat. They'd be like, Disney ambassadors get smashed first night. You know, and, and- <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Justin and Joe for ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why dear. you don't that's why you don't turn it over to us that's for wow. sure um, so i'm going to unmute now and come back yeah. into this and be like but that's why they're chosen is that they're not going to do those things they oh, i guess we yeah. I guess we're out yeah, yeah. Guess oh, we're out. you literally <laughs> just failed one of the auditions <laughs> that was an audition like, question what are you, gonna do? What are you doing on your first night i would can can across the stage just <laughs> here we go yeah as I chug, as I chug a Bud Light, you know, um, the uh, the whole thing for me, man, is this: like, the one thing the Disney company's always done well is realize their brand. They've always realized that the importance of the brand, and it's it's weird because you see, like, even talk something huge like Coke. Or, or uh, I was gonna say Pepsi, but that would have been so stupid to say another. Just gonna, you know, say Skittles. I don't know. McDonald's. Like, we'll say it. Yeah, they're McDonald's. <laughs> Why could I not think of another? I've had a bad week. All right, yep, people, leave me alone. Um, there we go. Uh, but the 
like they understand the importance of the brand and since 1965 have put people in charge of it you know and that's very very uh uh important that and it goes back to Walt like i said it's very very important that the top people at Disney understand that you need this mediator between you and the cast member and you and the people. Yep. You need this mediator between uh, the decisions that are made behind closed doors and and the what we're doing for the community outside. Yep. That's and, 100%. You just hit the nail on the head. That is what they are. They're yeah. right there in the middle and in the mix and representing and being part of that and yeah that's it yeah so it's 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 absolutely uh an amazing amazing thing that the walt disney company does uh guys we are getting to that point to where uh we've talked about this for a while is there anything you guys want had that you wanted to get out about the ambassadorship because it is such an amazing program and i think that it like i said it's like seeing a unicorn man i really do hope that people will at some point uh maybe see an ambassador in the parks get a picture get a photo uh shout out a little ddp action you know do all that um but uh it would be really really cool to talk to some of our ambassadors I'm sorry, Justin. The one thing I wanted to say was, is after speaking with Carrie, is the one thing I just think is really cool is that once you're an ambassador, she said you're always an ambassador. And it's like a family. So even though that your reign, I think, it's, is it Dave? That's now two years at a time now. It's not just one year. It's two now, right? Correct. But they give two people two years. Okay, correct. So yeah, it so was it, one thinking- person getting one year each. And then it was just a lot of work to be handing over every year. So now they do two people with a two-year stint. So yeah, so even you know if they're doing two years with a two two person stint, she said they're still doing. Uh, they're they're still active as a group. So even though your reign or your 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 time ends, you're always still. Even though you might not be officially doing things, they're still always doing things collectively as a group. And I just think that's pretty cool that you're still you're always involved. It's a fraternity or a sorority of just like fantastic people to be part of that family you know what i'm saying and like that you're always going to be supporting each other supporting a cast member no matter what no matter if you're still on a job or not i just think that's really yeah so at the top of this um i actually mentioned that the reason we were talking about it is that um we have just had the announcement of the two new cast members that will be taking over this um and to lead into that i wanted to talk a little bit about um, the legacy that they adopt. And this is only a short legacy that I have been aware of that in my time uh, in Walt Disney World um, with the Disney company, because um, when I came in, there were a couple of gentlemen that were doing it, uh, that were representing the cast members as ambassadors. And um, I did have a, a few interactions with them, a couple of volunteer opportunities that I was participating in. Um, and then following that, um, they they handed over to um, their two successors. Um, their successors were uh, a woman named Caitlin, uh, who came from entertainment, and a gentleman named Nathaniel, who also came from entertainment. Uh, two different parts of entertainment. Caitlin was actually a manager in costuming, uh, and um, my connection to that is that you ready for this? Nathaniel taught my traditions when I joined the company in Walt Disney World in 2013. 
Really? And then you taught traditions. And then I went on to teach traditions. Uh, so every time I see Nathaniel, I do acknowledge that. Um, and uh, I actually saw him just the other day. Um, and so, um, and I've had the opportunity to um, connect with um, with that. Um, and then um, most recently... Um, we have had, um, Marilyn, uh, who was in my traditions year, uh, and I got the opportunity to train next to and know very well, um, and Stephen, um, and Stephen, uh, has actually been trained previously as a Walt Disney World VIP tour guide, and I have had the opportunity to work alongside him. Can I ask you this, man? Uh, sure. And like, if we can, you know, we'll cut this out, whatever. Um, do most ambassadors start on the VIP tour guide side? Definitely not a requirement. Definitely okay. not. Okay. Uh, I mean, it of the it ones... seems like it should be, though, because for what you do as a job, it seems like it would be a great I mean, requ- it's probably a decent but it's a, Yeah. But, and yeah. it's probably provides some good training in similar situations to what they face, but definitely not a requirement at all. Um, in fact, of all of the people that I'm referring to in this time period, um, only two of them, uh, two of the eight, uh, have any association with my department. Well, so. I will say this. Uh, the, the, the ambassadors are great. I'm still uh, team VIP tour guide. <laughs> I appreciate it. Really quickly before that, um, I do want to acknowledge the two incredible individuals that um, uh, have taken that torch um, and are um, are right now prepping themselves uh, to take over completely in that role. Um, The first is a young lady named Ali Mannion, who I have, uh, who I personally know, who has been a manager uh, for events that I have worked. um, And my wife is actually good, good friends with. Um, They were in the same traditions year um, and taught traditions uh, the same year as each other. So they've done uh, some, had some great opportunities to train doing that. Uh, And the last, uh, the other one um, who is joining Ali um, is an incredible individual that I cannot speak highly enough of. Uh, his name is Ravon Redding, um, and he um, he has previously been a Walt Disney World VIP tour guide. I have worked very closely with him and consider him a good friend. So I, um, uh, while we're talking about what they do, um, want to give a shout out to them. Um, <laughs> And uh, and acknowledge um, the legacy that they take um, and the support that we as cast members offer them moving forward. Dude, I'm so so excited for him. Justin, I'll tell you the next time I see Dave, I'm gonna have to get a, a picture a picture with him because uh, when he becomes an ambassador, one day I can say, I knew Dave back when. <laughs> Well, I know both of these, and I am honored to be able to say that about them. So yes, that is pretty cool. And speaking of pics. Uh, I get the honor of uh, actually singing and bringing us into, I guess, our favorite time of the show, which is Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. All right, Justin, so I don't sing it as well as you or Mike do, but uh, you know, I, I did my best there. So we'll start with Dave for our Picks of the Week. Dave, who do you got for uh, our Picks of the Week this week? Well, I'm actually going to pick 
not a pick. I'm going to grab a video that I found absolutely adorable, uh, posted by Katerina Dupre, and it is of Sophia creating a Mickey Mouse with her grapes uh, for breakfast in the morning. A, excellent choice. I'm a big fan of grapes. And B, um, it's adorable. And it's a great moment captured of these wonderful things that uh, our kids do. Um, and if there's a place to appreciate Mickey Mouse being made of your grapes, it's definitely on our Disney Dads Podcast Family Facebook page. And yeah, absolutely adorable. Is there a better fruit than grapes to make art out of? Oh, great. I mean, there, grapes there, are there kind is of an, tough There is they... an entire uh, Patreon episode within that question. Okay? Grapes, might, Stop it. grapes might be tough because they roll. <laughs> they do. Like, yeah. Same with blueberries, stuff like that. Maybe, maybe straw. If someone would take the time to cut my strawberries in half, maybe that would be the way to go. I was really proud of something a few weeks ago. I didn't post it because it wasn't Disney themed. But I created a um, a shark carved from a watermelon. I saw it, and that was and amazing. Then, yeah, thanks. Um, and uh, you should post- you you could have said it was Bruce. <laughs> Well, it was for a baby shark themed birthday party. So. Say baby shark, baby Bruce, boop 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 baby Bruce, boop 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 baby Bruce, boop 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 baby Bruce. But it was fun, yeah. Mommy Bruce, boop 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 Mommy Bruce, boop boop boop. Somebody mute him. That guy, my wife, not listening. She'd kill you, Justin. All right. But yeah, like I went to a BJ's wholesale club and found the biggest watermelon I could find, and then carved it, and it took way longer than I thought it would. And I respect anybody that does pumpkin carving. It's hard even to get through the watermelon to even let alone make a design out of it. Oh, no. Like, this got, like, intense. There was, like, layers of white and then pink. All and right. Then... Anyway, moving on. Let's hold on. Wait. We're <laughs> stopping picks of the week. <laughs> the kid winning is supposed to be here this week, so let's have some fun. Dave and I are going to be the only people on here that know what's up. On the long cruises, we're talking the, the repositioning cruises. <sighs> they will do either fruit carving or ice carving. Ice carving. Yeah. Amazing. By the pool. Yeah, yeah, and it's they stupid and stupid impressive. It's so cool. It is what they will do. Fascinating. Yeah. Uh, if you have ever been on a a cruise of any description, but particularly a Disney cruise, uh, and admired the ice sculptures that are created, uh, they bring up a giant piece of ice and they get the professional ice carver of the ship to come up onto the top deck and will demonstrate how they create what they create right there in front of you. And if you ever see it on a navigator, cancel all other plans go. and go. It is Well, because it doesn't happen except for... Yeah, like only, we're talking 10-day repositioning cruises, cruises dude, I think. Yep. I think, like, other than so... Like, so... Like, Southern Caribbeans that are, like, 10 days... Maybe. Or repositionings. I don't think other than that, man, it doesn't happen on very many of those bad boys. So... Anyway, I stole the show. Joe, okay. what's yours, buddy? So, <laughs> well, first of all, sh- uh, props to those. Uh, think about it. Your, your canvas is a moving target. It's melting. Well, here's so the thing. That's... Except for if you're on our repositioning through the, uh, we did the Northern Atlantic where we left uh, um, Nova Scotia and ended up in Dover. And it was 37 degrees outside for five days straight. All right. So it's not melting as fast. So, but yeah, it's crazy. 
what's not so crazy is my pick of the week, which is Lawrence D. Sprung, who is uh, watching the Stanley Cup final, which I'm a big hockey fan, uh, and he's watching his Canadiens. Uh, this, was, this, was, this was game four. Uh, it was posted a day ago, and they actually won. They won an overtime to beat the Lightning 3-2. to two. So uh, he's watching uh, the Canadiens game with a, uh, a Canada Pavilion a pint glass, some uh, poutine, and uh, he's got the game on in the background. So uh, congrats to Lawrence. Your team is still alive. And uh, game five is uh, tomorrow night. So uh, congrats. That's my pick of the week. Hockey. That's Hockey's sus- great, man. It's great. I'm, I'm just sitting here watching Putin. Yeah, that's it. I just That's what I took from all that too, Dave. Actually, I just took – that's all I took. Beer yep. and poutine. Um, I'm going to move on. But Lawrence, great job. Um, I'm going to move on to my pick of the week, and it's to one of my favorite people. In the Disney Ads family. And if you want to be a favorite person, join the patron group. It's amazing. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, the uh, Irene Smith, she is incredible. She is so much fun. The entire Smith clan is amazing. They're always posting in the group, always posting positivity. She said, happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July, Disney Ads family. As a naturalized citizen, I am proud to be an American. One of my favorite uh, picks from DCL. Anytime you post something from Disney Cruise Line, you have me at hello, and that is uh, Goofy with his flag waving, wearing his patriotic gear. I love it. I miss Disney Cruise Line so much. My wife today just alone was like, when are we going on a Disney Cruise? And I was like, maybe tomorrow. I don't know. If we could, we'll jump on board. Right. Um, so I, uh, Irene, absolutely love it. You're so amazing. Thank you so much. Well, ladies and gentlemen, please make sure we continue posting those picks of the week. And if you are not familiar with how to do that, you need to head across. Join our Disney Dads podcast family Facebook page. Um, and it's a great place to get to know people, to uh, find out uh, about some of the shenanigans that go, go on. Um, and also just a great place to find some awesome memes of uh, Sam Eagle saying it's a it's a dedication to all countries of the world, but mostly America. That <laughs> was my love. shirt I wore on 4th <laughs> yeah, of July. Yeah, yeah that's um, the shirt I wore. Yes, it is a great place um, to join the conversation that happens. And speaking of that, I would like to fix something from last week's episode. Um, I We were talking about uh, hidden gems in Disney World. Mike and I were throwing out some of our favorites. And I was contacted. I want to give him a shout out and uh, thank him. Uh, Greg Woods um sent me a message and he was like, Hey, we were talking about the, you were talking about the numbers on the barcode in uh, toy story land. And I thought it meant this, which then made me go back. And I even like put a kid on my tour to then take a photo of it and drop it to me so that I like, I legitimately like invested in this to, um, to get um, a photo of it because like trying to Google image that specific barcode is apparently different. Um, and I was like, fine, I'll be there tomorrow. I'll just get somebody to do it. Um, so um, they took a uh, photo of it. And here's what I've got is that the numbers, uh, there's a centralized group of large numbers. And then there are actually two small numbers on it, which completely changes both dates. And so the two dates represented are actually 
February 3rd, 1986, and I actually referred to that moment in early February when Steve Jobs bought out Pixar. Um, and so that is the actual date that it is referring to. And then the other one is 10, uh, so, um, that, 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 October 1st. 1971 and I didn't realize I was looking for something in the year 97 because it was actually the little one on the end wasn't making sense for me it is 10-1-1971 of course being uh, the opening day of Walt Disney World which we are about to celebrate 50 years of a big thank you to Greg Woods I am always happy to learn and I appreciate um, the Disney Dads podcast family for keeping us honest well the call that is a uh... Disney dads burn. Okay, we're gonna move wow. on. That's wait, <laughs> <laughs> like like the the moment where we have to fix that we said something wrong. We're now calling it the burn. Done. That's it. Lock it in. Uh, hey, let me go and give the audio for it. Disney dads burn. burn. And then I'll, <laughs> I'll do the fire thing with it. You know. What okay, I mean? we'll we'll All work right. on that. I'll work on that. Uh, <laughs> tell you what. Uh, yeah, join our Facebook group. Like like uh, Dave said, it's so much fun, man. That Facebook group is such positivity. It's so. It's look when we started this, we always said we're gonna be the most positive place that you can talk Disney. We're not gonna put up with the nonsense, we're not gonna put up with the fake stories, we're not doing any of that. It's where you can come, be you, be your family, and share those moments. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I will unfriend you. Don't yes. post it. Don't post uh- this stuff. Uh, so come join us, Disney S Podcast Family on Facebook. Of course, if you love what we do, if you absolutely love that we're trying to spread Disney positivity, uh, of course, go join our podcast uh, on our Patreon family. You can click the link below. For as little as $2 a month, you get to be a part of that. It also keeps us completely commercial-free. We know that when you listen to podcasts, the worst thing you can do is right in the middle of it to hear an, uh, an ad about socks. It is the worst. I love socks. Socks are the greatest. But you don't want to hear it in the middle of it. And that makes it to where we don't have to do that. And we really do appreciate you guys doing that. Plus, you know what? You're not just supporting the show. You get something for your money. You get a bonus show. You get a patron group to where we post stuff that we do not post in the regular group. That's for sure. It's a lot more adult. It's a lot more, I'm not going to say R-rated, PG-13, let's say. Um, we get a little more adult on that side. I, um, I've we pushed also that do, envelope a couple of times. Yeah, we do live shows. We do game shows. We do all that fun stuff. For as little as $2 a month, you can be a part of that. So make sure to go do that as well. You can, of course, make sure to go right now. Click that link. Our great, great, great founder, Jason Odegaard, has his book, Pabble. Go click that link. Pick that up right now. And last but not least, if you love the show, click right below and give us a hug that virtual hug and give us five stars that nice little comment that's how it helps us grow the show reach more and more people and we appreciate you all so much fellas i did not expect to be here this week i have to tell you all thank you so much for this um this has been an escape for me um a lot of a lot of the Disney Dads family might not see the behind the scenes stuff that happens. Uh where, you know, we have stuff going on in our personal lives. We try to be as as open as we can. But you guys are an escape for us as much as we are an escape for you. Um and we appreciate you. 
giving us an hour, hour and a half of your time every week to talk Disney, to escape to our happy place. And uh, I really, really can't say thank you enough to each and every one of you for what you allow us to do. Um, to Dave, to Joe, to Mike, and to Jay, uh, I can't tell you guys how much my relationship with you all means. Um, by far, the worst week of my life, and speaking with you guys has been a a break in that sorrow. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You, you know where to find us. Um, and worst case scenario, it'll be probably be a Tuesday night right here. So, yeah. and you know, we'll always be here for you. Can we do it earlier? This editing stuff on a Tuesday night um, stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> need to fix that. All right. Yeah, we got your back, brother, Justin. It's uh, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes words don't even express it. I highly appreciate it. Uh, we're missing Mike this week. Mike is in the Florida Keys. Uh, he decided, like most smart people, to go to the Keys during a uh, hurricane. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. What could so, go wrong? Yeah, what a champ. Uh, so, but he's now talked to him. He's doing great. Uh, they're having a blast. Um, so we appreciate that. Uh, patron family, I have to tell you. Tonight's the night. Stick around. If you're feeling patriotic, get your flag. Pick up that American flag. Get your eating bib. Because tonight, we are celebrating Joey Chestnut and all of the eating competition tournaments and trophies he has won. All 46 world titles he owns. And we're going to bring it Disney style as we go <laughs> on to the patron side to talk about how much could you eat of certain Disney foods in a certain amount of time? Uh, Disney Dad's uh, family, guys, I know it's a lot. I, a lot of you, this first time you're hearing of what's happened. Um, thank you all. Uh, really, really, really. Uh, thank you guys for for giving us the time every week. Uh, it's it means so much. So we appreciate you. Um, I'm super excited for the future of Disney, and I'm super excited for that. We're moving forward in the next to the 50th, and man, am I so excited for this new fireworks show! And I was showing Katie the projections, and I just I'm I'm ready. I am so ready for the future of Disney. The last year and a half has sucked. Let's just say it for what it is. But we are moving on. We're moving up, and we keep moving forward. I love you guys, uh, guys. Closing words and bring us in. So, uh, Justin, yeah, uh, love you, brother. So uh, we'll leave it at that. Second thing is uh, happy Independence Day to everybody out there. I know it's a few days afterwards, but still undefeated since 1776. Go USA. Last but certainly not least to everybody on the west coast of Florida, all the way up to the panhandle with the storm coming, guys. Stay safe. Uh, I know it's supposed to go cut through. Justin's going to make a nice uh, appearance by you in the state of South Carolina. We're so ready, dude. Just, Wednesday night. Just, let's roll. Just stay safe out there, guys. Uh, follow the instructions of your local pers- uh, emergency personnel. And, uh, yeah, here we go. Hurricane season started. But stay safe, guys. And uh, patron standby. If, you're, if your local personnel doesn't say pick up a, a fifth, then they're wrong. Okay, don't follow that. <laughs> Dave. Take it back. Um, thank you. Um, thank you for for allowing the Disney Dads podcast family to be part of your family and for your sincerity and openness. And it, it is an admirable trait 
and um, there is not a single person listening to this that would fault you for it. And we we love you, and um, we feel for for you, for Katie, for Riley, for your family, and the rest of your family is here. Um, to echo Joe, please stay safe. Elsa is coming. Um, we've all seen what she can do. Dude, in let it go. And, two. <laughs> um, and in the meantime, uh, thank you, Disney Dads podcast family, as always, for joining us, for having some fun with us. Uh, we love you, and we will see you real soon. Cheers. Cheers, guys. See you. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the one. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.